Happy almost New Year, everybody! It's year two BC, and it's coming to an end. And it is the end of season one of this podcast. Bessie, how has it been for you? It's been great. Um, probably one of top tier things I've done this year. And I say it every year, but the years just go by faster, and you think you'd get used to it, but you don't. So I'm glad I. I did this this year, and I think this is the year I've honestly done the most things ever in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, check off that. <laughs> what about you? Um, I've really enjoyed this. This has been fun. I've been, or I've done podcast type things before, but never really with a consistent co-host. So this was really fun. Um. Other than that, 2022 has kind of been meh. Like, Mm. 2021 was getting adjusted to new surroundings, and then 2022 was kind of making my new surroundings home. Mm -hmm. And so it's been been a very chill year, I'll say. I didn't do too much, but um, it kind of feels like things went a little bit back to normal this year. For sure. At least for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, last night, it's funny that you say that because last night, whenever you had said you're getting a new tattoo, Zach and I <laughs> look at each other. And he's like, she's, where is she? She's like gotten, or I was like, this is like her fifth new tattoo almost <laughs> this year. And we were like counting all the places that you've traveled this year. I'm like, Jesus Christ, she's like packing everything in this year. Literally, uh, I feel like yeah. I had to make up for like, doing one thing a year exactly like i used to only do things like well i guess my birthday's coming up i guess i can try to do something and so this year it was like yeah like bam we went to big ben bam we saw t-pain in between those i got tattoos uh we went to Vermont. Uh, I went to Michigan. I went to Cali. More tattoos. <laughs> and piercings. We to, yeah, we went to this fucking badass oddities convention. Like It just was like banger after banger and restaurants and hanging out. It was just like, damn, is this what like living is like? Because <laughs> I've been missing out. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's like normal for everybody. <laughs> but i mean yeah it sounds like a great year no that's what life should be yeah just not work and no play you know yeah exactly you got to finally what is it reap what you sowed yeah now i'm like oh man i i used to be like oh man i can't take off because my clients and now i'm just like fuck you you can wait for a haircut <laughs> you guys go on vacations all fucking year i gotta hear about and then they're always asking me so what you been up to and i'm like stop asking me that i will tell you when i'm up to something like you know <laughs> exactly you know six weeks ago <laughs> exactly so i'm like even all my clients are like damn i see you're doing a lot and i'm like you know, hair flip when you're in a good relationship <laughs> and you got friends and you're making a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, we love that for you. Yeah. <laughs> I even had on my list, like, I think the best tattoo I got this year was covering up my very first tattoo. And I was like, damn, I've been like trying to 
like I've been wanting to do that for so long. So I'm finally glad that shit is non-existent on my back <laughs> now. <laughs> so can you tell the pod what your newest tattoo is going to be? Um, it's just going to be a little bit of filler um, on the back of my arm. It's going to be some orange slices. Oh, yeah. Nice. I thought it'd go with a colorful theme, and I got some blueberries already. So oh. let's just add some more fruit. I love that. <laughs> I was like, I don't really have orange on me. Let's let's do something <laughs> with that. <laughs> so yeah, it's just going to be like some orange slices and all that. Nice. Yeah. I'm trying to like, how's the goal? Am I like, I just got to finish this sleeve by this year. It's taken me five <laughs> years. <laughs> That's like, I wanted to sleeve really bad whenever I was first getting tattoos. And then I realized like how impatient I am. And mm -hmm. I just couldn't like, I'm already the kind of person like whenever I go out in my mind, I'm like, they don't even know. Like, this is not even like my full effort. Like, <laughs> like I could look so much better right now. I'm just right. like, too tired. But <laughs> like with my arm or it would just be annoying all the time. I'd be like, well, you know, I, there's a vision to this. I'll, right. Like, you know, it's not what it looks like right now. It's, you know, you just imagine there's this here. You know, there's a fucking cloud. There's a whole like layout for that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if I wasn't a puss, I would sit longer and get more and not have to go back every month mm -hmm. but i just i rather just go every month for an hour hour and a half and be like okay that was fine <laughs> instead yeah. of being blasted for like you know four five six hours people sit for i'm like i'm just not built for that that would be so boring and you would you have to like it. i mean i guess maybe you're like cool with your tattoo artist but that's right. always yeah, eventually, I feel like you just got to stop talking. Yeah. It's like, please just, can I just smoke a blunt and like lay here? Yeah. I even, one of her um, old coworkers that used to work there one time was like, shouldn't you like have a sleeve or two by now? You're in here all the time. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I should, but I don't. Okay. Because I get little by little. And that way you can like, you don't have to commit to everything all at once and you can keep like changing what it's yeah, gonna be this sleeve i had no idea what obviously as i just said like oh, i'm just gonna put some orange peels back here but like i've really had to think about how to kind of build it up where my other arm i already know pretty much from top to bottom so that'll be a lot easier to kind mm -hmm. of execute and plan forward this was like well we're gonna wing it <laughs> <laughs> nice that's all that's all of mine yeah, I mean, I always tell people it's it's not that serious. It's just fun. Yeah. Who cares if they're forever? <laughs> <laughs> what are some top moments for you this year? I went through mine real fast. <laughs> Did you want to elaborate on any of yours? or? I mean, I'll just say best, what, like anyone who listens to this, you have to see T-Pain live. I don't care if you don't even like really jam to his music, but it was like 2010s living my fucking oh, middle school, high school dream. Just, I'm at the bartender. <laughs> that whole thing, it was amazing. And I would see him every time he came into town. So everyone go do that. CT Pain live. 
and go to Vermont because it's fucking beautiful and I'm gonna live there one day. <laughs> and I'm trying to convince everyone I love to come move there with me. <laughs> yeah. So definitely those two were big, big highlights. And that oddities convention. Did you they- get anything? Yeah, oh, I remember was it I- the mouse, the rat. I got the rat, I got the cat school, I got the mm-hmm. sheep eyeballs. Okay. And I got some squirrel vertebrae. Um, they just released their twenty twenty three um tour dates and I think we're gonna try to hit up the one in town and the one a few hours away. Nice. So I'm just like, we just they're just so so fucking cool what you can see there. <laughs> and the people. Yeah. Um I was watching a show called 101 Places to Party Before You Die and they went to uh Richmond mm-hmm. and they went to this really cool taxidermy shop and they like it showed you they went down into the basement where the taxidermy or where they clean off the bones and so they they pick up roadkill it's this couple that owns the store and they're like this young goth couple and they pick up roadkill and they have these flesh-eating bugs and they only eat dead flesh and so it was really cool they showed it like they picked up a i think it was a deer skull from their like little um tank and you could see all the bugs crawling over it and mm. all the bone was almost like cleaned off. It was really, it seemed That's like a so place awesome. you would like. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely like dove into like, do I want to go to taxidermy school? Like, is that something I want to do? But no, it's not. I really just <laughs> want to do like, like bone art, like kind of like let the bones be, I mean, the meat and all that be uh, eaten taken off and then just recreating art with the bones i'm not i don't think i could like gut them and do the whole process yeah Yeah. you just gotta find a bone man or a bone girl and uh (laughs) you can just generally i'm gonna call them bone daddies we're gonna you can find a bone daddy and then you guys just kind of have a partnership and you or we could just i could just live in vermont where there's wilderness everywhere and just go find bones out there (laughs) School. <laughs> those are gonna be covered in maggots like that's in the okay forest. i don't mind cleaning stuff like that or if i need to boil it or bleach it it's just the the guts and skinning part that kind of yeah. gets me mm. yeah Gross. so well my 2022 was not as eventful i will say i did do a a little bit more traveling this year like not real traveling like just kind of road trips nearby um you know driving to a city over or a couple cities over yeah Yeah, going to the dentist there but we made a whole event out of it (laughs) we made a whole event out of it so we're going to the dentist but we were like fuck it let's book some uh two nights at like a really nice hotel yeah. And so this was like one of the is nicest. Is that where hotels. you sent me the drink? That was my yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so that place, it's like it's a luxury business hotel, and so you see a lot of um, business events and also just businessmen there. And um, the lobby is super cool, and it has like this really nice bar and restaurant area. And so we just like kind of lived the life. We sat there, we ate some spiced Italian nuts drank some expensive cocktails and ate some like red steak raw Mm. steak um it was a good time but it was like not really exciting and then another trip we went to 
another town nearby and we got a really cute airbnb with that had like a dog that woke us up oh, and a private amazing. lake it was so cute and i in the morning like when Zach slept in, I went and took the dog for a walk around or the dog took me for a walk. Really? I was, <laughs> it was running in front of me and waiting for me to catch up. And then we would just like sat by the lake and it was super quiet early in the morning. And I was just staring out at the water and the dog was just sitting right next to me. And it was so cute. Um, we that had sounds some, so great. Yeah. We had tasty wine that day, but really it was super boring. <laughs> <laughs> just cause like, I mean, all these trips just involve drinking and eating, which is nice to an extent, yeah. but I'm here to say I have gone almost sober now. That is my wow. resolution. Okay. Uh, that's your New Year's resolution? Yeah. Even though I already started like Is a it week like ago. A, for so long or you just want to be sober in general for I think- like the time? being of your life yeah i think it's gonna be more of like an in general thing with mm-hmm. like maybe a drink or two on a special occasion like yeah if that's what i like doing yeah like when it's a uh, an experience like exactly oh, we're going to this cool new speakeasy i'll have a 25 dollar cocktail exactly. and that was enough and then we go home <laughs> yeah that's and like because i want to be able to travel and try like local mm-hmm. delicacies or whatever and sometimes that involves a drink and so kind of reserve it for that just cool. uh yeah really trying to become the healthiest version of myself and training for she's a half marathon wow. and she's doing a runner that. she's a track star oh, yeah <laughs> i feel like i'm dying I ran so much the past few days That's crazy. but yeah nothing really this year just um a lot of work yeah so kind of the opposite of what you're doing just made making my life about work we gotta do that sometimes no just sometimes for a little bit yeah maybe, <laughs> hopefully i mean i t- i was legit like looking at librarian jobs like i you just should. kind of been thinking about the quiet small life and just retiring to be a librarian yeah i mean i don't see nothing wrong with that i mean the money <laughs> i mean you're already cutting out drinking so that's that's yeah. taking away a lot <laughs> not enough <laughs> not enough not enough <laughs> No, just not live, like off, just live off spam and crackers. <laughs> yeah. and sell, sell my house. <laughs> yeah. Sell your car. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. That sounds like something I want to do. But speaking of New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. do you have anything in mind that you want in this coming year? Honestly, do? just pay off my credit card debt. Because I have a shopping addiction. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, just kind of prepare for hopefully doing my own thing. My little one-man shop in the future. Mm-hmm. So I think kind of next year's kind of going to be more like my chill year. Save money. Get that Uncle shit in down. order. Yeah, I think maybe... Um, I think we might go to Vietnam with Luz's family. That'd be like the big trip of the year. And then maybe just really hunker down after that. Not be like going out or going, uh, you know, places just because. Yeah, so I think next year's, besides maybe one or two trips, 
I'm really just going to hunker down for uh, work stuff. Nice. Yeah. Maybe Damn, just... Viet- hmm? Vietnam sounds crazy. Yeah, and I feel like since... I mean, the fact that they invited me, I think, is awesome. And then mm-hmm. the fact that his grandma is from there and they've been there multiple times. So it's like being there with people who, you know, are from there, speak it. Yeah. It's not just a touristy type of... Um, vacation or spent that way so i feel like this is an opportunity i shouldn't like pass up you know yeah exactly and you're gonna eat such a good food dude i'm literally if if we go i'm just gonna eat pho every single day (laughs) (laughs) i'm so jealous that sounds great yeah that and i was thinking maybe salem for my birthday Mm -hmm. since it's like the weather gets cooler and fall so but those are like the only two things that maybe we would do and then everything else is just kind of preparing Mm -hmm. for the recession and the downfall of society yeah maybe you guys will buy another house and i can live in it you know (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i mean hopefully that i mean the housing market's already coming down so maybe it'll come down more but yeah usually i usually think new year's resolutions are just stupid and they mm-hmm. never last, but I totally get why why people use them as a starting point. Um, I just always hate when the gym is extra busy oh my because God. you. I know. Which is like I don't mind, but like I want to like know what I'm always walking into, and I don't yeah. for like two months, and then I see a few stick around, and then I'm like, okay, now I know. Yeah, I think I don't do New Year's resolutions. I just kind of, I think if you have a goal in mind, you should just start it whenever you want to start it. I think it's easier for a lot of people to do things like, oh, okay, it's Monday. I'm going to do this now. Oh, it's the first of the year. I'm going to do this. Um, And so kudos to everyone who does that and sticks to it. But Mm -hmm. most of the times you don't. So do better, I guess. (laughs) What were your favorite movies and shows this year? Any particular ones that were like, this is the best oh yes let's get into media Mm. um so movies or okay when it comes to new things i did not watch a lot of new things this year or the past few years because a lot of the new things that have come out have been shit (laughs) um and so i've really made note of my favorite things that i've watched in general this year um and if I have two things that are the worst and there's that's because they were so bad. They had to be mentioned. Obviously I watched things that were kind of mid this year, but I didn't need to mention them. These are, I feel like I might know what one of them. For sure. Okay. Cause it's on mine. And I think if anyone listens to this and hears that they're going to, we're going to get a lot of hate for it, but it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) All right. I'm going to run down my movie list and then we'll go through yours. So I'll go, I'll start off with the worst because it's just one. Pearl. (laughs) Pearl was the worst movie of the year. (laughs) It was, it was tough. Such a letdown. Like I didn't watch X, so I didn't have that context. Sure. But going into Pearl, it's obviously made in a way where it's it can be a standalone. Mm-hmm. And I understand the aesthetics behind it. And I, everything just fell flat. The story fell flat. The acting wasn't that great. It was slow paced. And I was bored the whole time. Yeah, it was just um, so slow yeah. to me. Yeah. 
It was, I mean, I, I like the idea of it, but I just wanted so much more. It's just and so when it ended, I was like, "Oh, it's done." Was was the peak of it? Where because uh, I thought her fucking on the scarecrow was probably the best part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I just kept waiting to to get a reaction or like have any kind of reaction to what I was watching, and there was nothing. Right. For sure. And, yeah. And it was, um, it was sad. So it sucked and it got really good ratings, which so is good. bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. So the next thing on my list, my one of my favorite movies of the year that actually came out this year, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Dude, I still haven't seen that. You are I'm- crazy. <laughs> I know. You know what? Actually, that movie would be a really good New Year's movie like to okay. watch if you're not doing anything yeah, on New Year's Eve. Do. I keep telling myself, but I feel like it's still not anywhere to just stream it. I think you still have to buy it, and that's why I'm always like, I believe eh, you're just- right. I was like, I'll just watch something else. <laughs> it's so good. And it I mean, if they re-show it in theaters, like because sometimes the draft house does that, mm-hmm. I would go watch go it see it. Okay. Yeah. It's so good. And it was really great watching it in theaters. Um And, I mean, I don't think I need to say a lot about it. It's kind of everyone's favorite movie. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like Um, everyone's literally said it's, like, the best movie ever. Yeah. So I really don't know It's not overhyped. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's so good. Um, And the next one on the list, I think it came out in the U.S. in 2022, but it might have um, actually been released in 2021. Uh, Worst Person in the World. It is so good um it would you watch it on hulu so it's available on hulu to watch it's just um let me double check i think it's um scandinavian damn right tomatoes gave it a 96 it's so good it's norwegian so it's a norwegian film and it follows basically this uh woman in her 20s i believe and just kind of her strife and relationships and going or going through a transitionary period in her life and the way that her actions affect other people and it's just such a good movie it's it it's one of my favorite kinds of movies where it's just a like a normal kind of storyline it just kind of follows a snapshot period of a person's life and it Mm -hmm. shows you all the like depth of emotion in small actions and the fallout from that um and that's a movie you know that leaves you thinking and feeling things and i love foreign films too and so it's just a really good movie i highly recommend and then the next one on the list that is a rewatch get out Mm. Um, so nope i did watch nope this year it wasn't in your best no So here's the thing. I didn't really like it that much, Um, Mm. but I didn't hate it to the point where it's on my worst list, but it was a little bit uh, disappointing. It just, I understand, you know, I get where they're coming from. I get the concept and it was, it was like not terrible to sit through and watch, but it just didn't meet my expectations. Okay. And I think that it just kind of didn't have the wow factor that, get out and us had yeah it didn't creep me out at all which 
you know, it doesn't necessarily need to creep me out for it to have been good, but it did need to kind of wow me, I guess, with the storyline. Did that Gordy scene not, like, creep you out at all? Um, Where, like, 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 the the monkey, yeah, was like, what? (laughs) No. (laughs) When he was beating those... I mean, yeah, it was like that was crazy. Yeah, because I just because I, I don't like. That's like one of the things I really hate, and I can't um, stand almost in like those gore videos whenever Mm -hmm. someone is repeatedly getting hit. Yeah, like that's just gonna be a hole at the bottom. Exactly, and I'm like, oh my god, just stop! (laughs) But yeah, that didn't like cause any reaction. (laughs) I didn't have any visceral reaction to it. I mean, that part of the movie. I think was the most suspenseful probably. Sure. Um, but yeah, I just think I was expecting a lot more out of Jordan Peele and like his stories. And I'm, maybe there's, you know, things in the story that I missed. Mm-hmm. Like I'll give, give it that, but it just wasn't my favorite, especially after rewatching get out this year and remembering how fucking good that movie is. Yeah, it is. It just doesn't compete. And that's why get out was on my list and Nope is not. That's reasonable. And then the last one is Mind Game, which is a animated Japanese movie that came out in 2004. I watched it for the first time this year, and it is such a visually stunning movie. The storyline is so compelling and also like is it is the kind of movie where when you finish it, you're just ruminating on it for Mm -hmm. a long time and it's so good, but it's at, in the beginning, like in the first 10 minutes of watching it, I turned to Zach and I was like, I think I hate this movie. <laughs> and then, because it's filmed in such a weird way where it's like multimedia, where it goes between animated collage style and different kind of animation styles. And then like photographs. It's very weird at first, but then once you get used to it and get in the rhythm of it, it's so good. And I highly recommend everyone watch it if is it subtitled um there might have a dubbed version available i watched it subtitled Mm -hmm. i think in order to absorb any of that media to its full extent you should watch it subtitled because you don't lose any nuance in the the translation right vocally but uh yeah it's so good so uh, movies that came out this year at my very top is barbarian i thought that was so good um every time i we thought about going to the movies and looking i was like shit we should just go see barbarian again before it was out on streaming (laughs) and i i talked about that movie for a long time at work like every person that came in even if i knew this client in particular didn't watch maybe horror films i was like have you seen this like i just (laughs) need to talk about it with somebody (laughs) uh it was just it was just so fucked and i i love a movie where i i have no idea what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and i i loved how the trailer gave you nothing and i had no idea even in the scene where they jump to Justin Long, like, what the fuck is going on? And why? So, I mean, the end was a little, like, eh. And, you know, of course, she's making, like, the worst decisions to go help people for some reason. <laughs> um, survival methods. But 
other than that, I just, I thought it was, I, I think the best part about it, like when you broke down the movie, was like, the acts in that film were like barbaric, obviously, kind of like the name. And, but not just from like, that, that old man in the tunnels, like, Obviously, what he was doing was the most barbaric, you know, taking women, raping them, raping the children. Mm -hmm. But it also showed Justin Long. I mean, he's also barbaric because he did rape somebody. But then he's looking at that old man down there like, like, how disgusting are you? How could you do that? And it's like, oh, but he thinks what he did's not that bad. And then you have Bill Skarsgård where, yeah, he's the lesser of the evil, in the way of he would be alive if he would have just took in her word. But, he, you know, he's kind of the image that men can think like women are overreactive or, you know, dramatic. And it's like, no, I have to check it out to see. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to take your word. So I think it did an amazing job kind of just like breaking down each of those kind of characters and what made what they did something barbaric or fucked up or the reason for death or anything like that mm -hmm. so i feel like i haven't seen that in a film maybe broken down like that that i can recall off the top of my head and i just thought it was just fucking crazy um x is also on the top of my list it was so good and i don't really like slashers but this one just was also funny i mean most slashers have like dark comedy or just because they're extra but man i loved like every second of that movie that's why i was so hopeful hopeful for pearl and so when it was a little bit more like one tone i was kind of like oh damn like going from one to the other was kind of hard is Maybe it the same director yeah mm -hmm. my list okay yeah and he's making another one called mm -hmm. Maxine which is going to be Mia Goth again but it's going to be her character from in X instead of her playing the old lady in a younger version in Pearl mm -hmm. so it's like she's playing you know all those characters maybe if I saw Pearl first and then X I would maybe be okay with it but like seeing X first was kind of like too much of a difference in, I like, mean, I'm telling it. you from seeing Pearl without having seen <laughs> X, it really doesn't stand up. Yeah, yeah, it just not not up there. Um, I really liked the Black Phone. Did you see oh, that one? No, I haven't. I've heard good things though. I believe it's on Peacock it, or Paramount. Yeah, one of those. I think it's P's. Peacock. <laughs> yeah, I really liked that one. Um even though it was kind of based in one setting of a basement, which I usually don't like when it's not like a lot of more environments. I thought that was like a really good take on like the twistedness of like the ghosts, like helping him through that phone. Cause they were down there. That was crazy to me. Mm -hmm. So I really liked that. I'm actually surprised I didn't see more costumes this year with his mask. I thought that was going to be, like, overplayed, kind of like Money Heist and The Purge and all them, but I feel like I only saw, like, a couple online. Um, Don't Worry Darling. Really enjoyed that. You guys should watch that for sure. I think it's coming out on HBO this week or next. Nice. 
Yeah, so many movies that we wanted to see in the theater are coming out on HBO this week. I know, we were like, like, why didn't we go see them? We should (laughs) have waited. (laughs) But that one was another one where we went into it like, okay, I don't really know. And then the twist, you're like, oh, fuck, I did not think that. Like, no idea. So really like that, even though it got a lot of backlash with all the drama and shit on set. I don't really care about stuff like that. So I was just like, no, that, that shit was good. Mm-hmm. And then Crimes of the Future, which now Hulu has, I thought that was really fucking good too. Yeah, Zach has roped himself into having to watch that tonight. Good, with me. <laughs> good, but it's really, so good. it's on. T- it's up to me to not fall asleep. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Continuously falling asleep. <laughs> that one. That one was another one. I don't feel like I heard like a lot of people, like my co my clients, like. I think one or two people saw it. I'm like, why the fuck aren't more people watching this? But I think you have to be like kind of like a David Cronenberg taste to even seek anything of Mm -hmm. his out since it's been so long, you know? Yeah. But it was good. Even though he wrote it, I think like in the 90s, the fact that it feels like what the world is coming to now, it's like, that's crazy. That he wrote that back then. And you'd think he'd write, he would have wrote it like recently with the times. I feel like that happens so much with literature and movies. It's like we always think that what we're feeling or experiencing is unique or to our time. But I mean, I haven't seen this movie yet, so I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I feel like our problems or like our impending doom is yeah. always. I don't know. Like, it it doesn't change a lot. (laughs) Right, you're right. Yeah, it's kind of just predictable, almost. Mm -hmm. And I liked seeing, I think it's Kristen Stewart, not in some, like, you know, jump from her Twilight shit. So this is kind of, like, the first thing I've seen her and I really liked. So I liked seeing that role of her. Mm Mm-hmm. I like her. Yeah, she's... I didn't didn't even know she was in that movie. Yeah. (laughs) Stop hating on Chris and Stuart, okay? She's Princess Diana now. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. She I haven't good. either. <laughs> I actually rewatched Twilight not too long ago, just the very last one, the part two, and man, trash, so you... dude. No, That's the if best you're gonna read, <laughs> stop that whole t- fake war Mm-mm. scene. That's the best. <laughs> oh my god, in the theater. Okay, so little backstory: middle school, me and or not I mean middle school is when I read all the Twilight books and then high school is whenever like the movies were coming out and so me and my best friend in high school we would go to all the premieres the midnight premieres when they Mm. still fucking had that (laughs) um and when we went to the last one during the fight scene it was so ridiculous like I was laughing I couldn't stop (laughs) cackling out loud and she my friend like turned to me and she was so mad I was like bitch why are you so mad like she was like getting really angry at me I'm like you need to laugh this is so silly (laughs) that whole it was all cringy all the movies all the acting all the like breathing kind of like I'm just like please stop like this is like now you see why like Robert Pattinson was like talking shit after those movies. Like yeah, that he was, hated like, himself. He hated it. But I would watch that back too and be like, ooh, that I would is be so really sad. tough. That is really tough. It, I haven't rewatched them at all. But if I was going to, I would only rewatch the first two 
Really? Yeah. Mm. Because I feel like <clears throat> I liked the story at that point more. I feel like yeah. with any book series, I, I always enjoy the first few books more than the last. Yeah. Other than with Harry Potter. I think with the Harry Potter series, I enjoyed all of them all the way through. Those are big ass books. Did you read the Game of Thrones books? No, I've been no. wanting to. I want to read Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, but it's such a time commitment. Yeah. I wouldn't read all of the Game of Thrones. I've heard that they only the first few are good. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But Lord of the Rings, I want to read all of them. But those are fucking huge. <laughs> I'll stick to my 300-page books that take me six months to read. <laughs> right now with work, it's fucking taking me forever to read a book. But I have just started a book for anyone out there who is thinking of wanting something to read. Um, it's called Savage Detectives, and it's very good. It's kind of like it gives you dark history vibes, but it takes place in Mexico, so it has that whole backdrop to it and like language and characters, and so it's kind of a lot better in my opinion rather than privileged white people at like <laughs> almost an ivy school yeah um so yeah it's a very enjoyable read if you guys like self-healing books the body keeps the score that is a good fucking book it's only like 300 pages nice. so you can finish it a little faster than than me <laughs> 300 pages is nothing to poo-poo about that's a full <laughs> full ass book i just finished yesterday it didn't start with you about generational trauma and i was like wow i finished Ooh. two books this year <laughs> they both just took a long ass time that's okay as long as you're reading yeah you know, I'd be making my little tabbies in them and doing the notes and stuff. <laughs> I feel like those books are good to digest slowly because yeah, it, it kind of resonates. Yeah, you have yeah. to like really think and then it makes you think about your shit or others. And yeah, like you said, yeah, you got to digest it. And sometimes it's like a little too hard to swallow and you're like, I'll come back to this. Yeah, exactly. But I want to, I have some books saved that I saw on TikTok that are like uh, fictional and like not self-help that I'm like I need to read one of these I need to switch it up maybe tell, I tell can... me one of them oh uh, let's see <clears throat> what does book talk have to say book talk has to say I, oh I have one saved on Libby that I'm waiting to rent this thing between us by Gus Moreno oh I, I think I've heard of that yeah I wanted to read that one Ooh, it's available for borrow on audio. Oh. Might be the move. <laughs> All right, what about shows? What are some right. of your favorite shows? Let's get into this. This is where my meat and potatoes are at. I have okay. a bunch of shows on here. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a hit. I'm a run through them. So, top of the list at the worst of the year, we have Stranger Things season four. Mm. I know, I know, I know. I might be alone here. I might be <laughs> on my own island. I mean, I didn't think it was great. I thought the last episode was good because it was like very eventful. 
and like go 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 where the rest was like a really 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 slow build up that i didn't like yeah. at all so i'm i'm pretty much on your team like i was yeah. i was over it. i just watched it to watch it <laughs> exactly and i'm gonna keep watching it to watch it i honestly if uh, i think there's gonna be season five i don't there know is. if i'm gonna be able to watch it there was just way too much going on they put yeah. way too many storylines in there and it took away from what made the show so good in the first place, which was that element of nostalgia and the, like, you know, having one main storyline. Right. <laughs> and everyone, all the. Yeah, all, all working together against that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And that I am like, of course, I understand, like, if there's a reason to split up characters to progress a story, do that. But it didn't feel like there was a story progression there. It just felt like we wanted to entertain these other plot lines that right. they they just didn't, like, push towards it or build it up well enough. They needed Stephen right. King in the writer's room. They needed <laughs> some help. This just kind of was like, hey, Russians, Cold War, bleh, throw that in right. there. She's so getting cool, bullied crazy. at school, but she yeah. doesn't have powers. And <sighs> what's-his-face is in love with? And I'm just like, that's fine, but, like, how does this all tie together? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, they're growing. We have, yeah. you know, we have to throw that in there, but it's not good right like so, why are we throwing it in there yeah like just to do it just yeah. to maybe get a you know a emotions yeah reactions out of it so that that's the worst um i concur and one of my favorite shows this year this fool on hulu um so good have you seen this fool mm -mm. it is written uh, or it was created by this um Hispanic comedian. Let me pull up his name. And then I think Fred Armisen is one of the executive producers. And so Chris Estrada is the main character and he is a Latin American comedian, uh, stand up comic. Um, the show is so good. He is a volunteer or he works at this place that rehabilitates um ex-cons and so they take them through this program and when they graduate you know hopefully they're like getting jobs in the real world and they're finally able to go back out and assimilate to society and his cousin gets out of jail and is living with him and his mom um and he has to go through the program and so it's just like their relationship and it's so funny it's one of the only shows in a long time that has made me laugh out loud um <laughs> I highly recommend everyone watch it. Uh, another show that has made me laugh out loud, all seasons of it, that had its third and final season come out this year, Dairy Girls on Netflix. I never watched that. Oh, it's so good. It follows like these um, schoolgirls plus one dude in Ireland during um, the conflict. And it's, it's so funny. It's just like, it's, lighthearted but mixed with you know a deep undertone because of like the war and conflict going on and the rebellion and it's just I highly recommend it it's so good and I'm so sad it's over every time I watched it and finished out the season before the next one was out I just felt like such a big hole in Damn. my heart and like big loss it felt like how I felt after I would finish a really good book is that how you felt with the OA? Just a big gaping hole at the end. 
So after the OA season one, I didn't feel that way. But after season two, yeah, just because yeah. I like it wasn't going to come back. Yes, it's the worst feeling. But Dairy Girls, it's just it's different because it has all of the elements to make you feel like cozy and comfortable but it still has like a really good storyline and it makes you laugh and it makes you cry like I cried at the end of season three it's just it's so good it's yeah one of the best shows ever and then the other two shows I have on here did not come out this year uh the magicians it's just one of my favorite shows ever I think Mm -hmm. it's all available on Netflix now um but it's like adult Harry Potter and even though it came out in like the 2010s um and and later it has Zach brought this up and I was like oh shit yeah it has like he said it has the vibes of you know Buffy and Angel and I'm like mm. oh my god yeah it that's what makes it so good like it it plays on what made all the shows in the 90s so good and feel like yeah. kind of magical because uh, it still kind of feels raw. It doesn't overdo it on the CGI or effects or any modernity. I love that show so much. And last on the list, <laughs> super old show called Murder, She Wrote. And uh I want to be Jessica Fletcher when I grow up in Maine <laughs> in a nice house by the water and teach English at the college and go on my little runs and sleuth sell a best-selling book and it's it's a very cute show and that's a cozy show that you can just put on and feel good and turn off the world um but those are my 2022 shows nice nice what are yours um so top <laughs> Of the list is House of Dragon. Really? Dude, I am like in love all over again. It's so good. I just, like, I like we waited for it to all come out so we could just like binge it back to back. And man, it was so worth it. I'm just like, let's fucking watch it again. <laughs> and I just want to like listen to like podcasts them talking about it. And I mean, re- re- we rewatched Game of Thrones before like waiting for this all to come out so like watching all of it again and then to this and i was just like fuck it's just so good like i love this world of all these people and houses and (laughs) it's just so good i love it all right you convinced me i i like have not sought out anything i do not hear what the show was about like Mm -hmm. Because this came out around the same time like the Lord of the Rings show came out and I watched the first few episodes of that and I just kind of was like, I don't know if I'm going to continue with this or even do the HBO show. Right. But now I now I have to. No, you should. You should. It's... I wouldn't compare it to like Game of Thrones. Like it has its mm-hmm. own taste already, but like... But like just recognizing some of these people's names and just like seeing where how it all like descends to what we saw is just like again it's just like falling in love with it all over again Mm -hmm. and so that's like top 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 of my list (laughs) um i would definitely say severance 
was another top tier show that you need to fucking watch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so good, and I, I wish I we were literally talking about it the other day. Like, I wish we could rewatch that show for the first time again. Like, it was so good. Like, it's slow as you're, like, building it, but, like, once you are, like, I was, like, on the edge of the couch, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what's gonna fucking happen? And I'm, like, oh, my God, I I think season two comes out next year, so I'm, like, yes, please come out, hurry. So is it good, or is it, do you think season two will ruin the, how good season one was, or? No, I think it'll open it up a lot. I think it has a lot of opportunity, because the way they build up this this idea of being severed it's like i think it could at least have another season or two i don't think they'll go full on five six seven eight but i think another one or two will really lay it all out Mm -hmm. um and then under the banner of heaven i think that was really really fucking good it was like a drama true crime on hulu definitely would recommend that which does that follow mormonism or yeah okay mm-hmm. has that one guy that played spider-man oh mm. okay yeah that's the one with andrew garfield yeah that was so good i just like binged it all in a day i was like holy fuck this oh, is shit. good <laughs> so that one was like i loved it because you didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen either i mean yeah it's like a obviously true crime and you kind of get the idea behind mormon's beliefs but the way that they put in the perspective of the detective is a mormon and like him questioning his faith with this was like so good Mm -hmm. so that's a must watch um and then i have five days on memorial on here too i thought that was really good on apple tv too did you hear that one what is that i've never heard of um it's like it's a drama but it's it is based on true events of uh the memorial hospital that when it got hit by katrina and how some of the doctors have like decided to make a choice to kind of like euthanize some patients because they couldn't be moved and they were going to be left there oh damn and so it kind of just followed how all of that unfolded and then the aftermath and then like the interviewing of like the doctors involved and just how the city fucked up and it was just crazy. That one was really good. But I also didn't know a lot about Katrina and like how some of those places were affected. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I that was captivating. I was like. I started it not knowing it wasn't all out, and I was like, oh, fuck, now I gotta wait week to week. But it was really good. That sounds really heavy. Yeah, it was intense. Like, it gave you anxiety watching it. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> but, again, I think Apple TV is just gonna be, like, like on the come up with, like, what HBO puts out. Like, their stuff's just, like, so high quality. Whenever I had it, it just wasn't there yeah. was nothing coming out. I feel like it's just within like a year or so. It's yeah, actually like has enough on there and enough variety of different genres to be like, oh shit, okay, this is good. We have some seasons on here. Good <laughs> actors, you know, well known. It's not just like I feel like sometimes Netflix or Hulu where they're just like 
making shit to put out and you're just like this fucking sucks exactly like that's why i've just been watching old shit because the stuff in the theaters plus the stuff on streaming hasn't been that great yeah i think we rewatched antlers three times Mm. oh my god (laughs) it came out last year but that was another one i was like oh fuck that was so good but people should definitely watch that one too Mm mm-hmm and then Lamb, that one came out last year, but I've been wanting to rewatch it again. Is that a show? Oh no, it's not. Those are movies. Oh, we already what's did movies. Lamb? It's that A twenty four film. I think it's also like. Oh wait, um, is it something? Someone gave birth to a lamb. No, no. A lamb gave birth to a lamb. A sheep gave birth to. Excuse uh, me. What's going on? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> you just have to watch it. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, those are my shows. Mm-hmm. And in between that, I just watch shitty shit like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Love is Blind, you know, my easy trash TV that I yeah. like. Yeah. And my, my tr- quote-unquote trash <laughs> TV is Great British Baking Show. Uh. That... Uh, so cozy (laughs) everyone talks about that show (laughs) i hadn't like watched it at all until the end of last year um and it's just such a perfect time a thing to throw on whenever it's like getting cold outside and you just have these people baking and it's (laughs) it's so calming like i cannot do the dating reality shows i can't do most other competition reality shows either um the Great British Baking Show is just very relaxed and the stuff that they make looks so cool and good. Um, but another reality show that we do watch is Kitchen Nightmares and Hotel Hell. <laughs> um, those are obscene and ridiculous. And Hotel Hell has gratuitous Gordon Ramsay ass. Like, I don't know if it, we... I haven't, like, researched this, but every time we watch it, Every episode he shows his ass. I don't know whose idea it was. He wrote it in, but he makes sure to take like a, a shower and gets a shot of his ass. He makes sure to like take off his pants and have the camera straight on his butt. Like, I don't get it. Interesting. Um, but all these hotels, the managers are insane. And even at the end, after like Gordon has spruced up the hotel, if you Google it, all the hotels have shut down. It's kind of like Bar Rescue. I've never heard of that what yeah who, who's bar who's rescue that? um i don't know this the guy who does it um but yeah it's like the same concept he goes to these bars mm-hmm. they're shitty and nasty and disgusting and um john taffer they say he's the gordon ramsay of the bar and nightclub business <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard of him that's crazy yeah he literally goes to bars and he's like i mean obviously i think these they're usually submitted by the uh workers and they're like disgusting there's fucking mold there's bugs and it's just like how do you even keep this place going and of course they're like in debt so he like revamps it all he teaches the bartenders with like a mixologists they have like specialty drinks now and the food is better not frozen and yeah all those places end up just being trash again 
but it's it's entertaining watching it all yeah. unfold and them yell at each other and you know trash yeah. tv that's exactly why it's fun to watch hotel and kitchen nightmares but yes, it's literally just like i think they have a salon one like that too oh my god that i used to watch <laughs> that sounds fun yeah i just don't like the the dating ones for some reason i only I like tried. the love is blind one mm-hmm. because it's just so cringe especially <laughs> watching like them talk in the pods not seeing each other and then they pick someone to be engaged to after like nine days oh, and it's like i'm just waiting for other, that reaction when they finally see each other <laughs> and i'm trying to like read their body language like oh yeah she's not really feeling him or like when the dudes finally come back like nah man she's not hot at all and i'm just like oh fuck it's like those moments i, just, I usually <laughs> fast forward all like the lovey dovey shit and then when i see some drama i pause it and start it again <laughs> So that's what I usually do. I watch like 15, 20 minutes of it and the rest is fast forwarded. <laughs> so tell me, how's keeping up with the Kardashians? Like, I haven't kept up. Like, I don't know what's going on with them. I'm one of those people. I love the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they get a lot of hate like everybody else. But like, I just know they live in a different world of society. Yeah. And so it's kind of easy for me to like, not compare or like, you know wish for that i just love the the cattiness i love the the fashion what they wear their hair all the time the events they go to so to me it's just like fun to watch mm-hmm. almost like if you watched a movie about rich people going out doing these things it's like that and i it's like it's like that as a drama yeah and i just like seeing it all unfold and the years of them evolving to what they look like or are now but i mean they really do some of them go through like really shitty shit so it's like and i, I mean, feel yeah like, they're human yeah and i i know some people can't separate that so yeah. I, I don't know i just i don't keep up with celebrities but i do like watching that show because they just just have such a crazy lifestyle yeah well yeah they seem to be doing decent i guess balling <laughs> I do like skims too. The products look good. I've always wanted to try some. <laughs> they are, honestly. I mean, you could definitely find Amazon dupes, but mm-hmm. um, nah, I'm a <laughs> the real shit. I'm a material girl. <laughs> I like brands. I'm not working my fucking ass off for Amazon Basics tank tops. We're not trying to fund Jeff Bezos, but Kim Kardashian have all my money. And actually, Chloe's good American jeans. I'm waiting until I'm a little more ballin', but like those jeans look hella high quality, and I'm like, I want to pair jeans. She does, yeah. Hey, how about in 2023 we throw jeans away? Why are we still? I own like two pairs of jeans. My whole life growing up, I just had one pair of jeans a year, and I wore that shit until there was holes in the thighs, which there always was after like a year or two. And then I would get a new American Eagle jeans. <laughs> American Eagle with the little swoosh on the butt because I was too chonky to wear Abercrombie. What is it called? Abercrombie? Yeah. Uh, or Hollister. I, I never had Hollister jeans. Okay, I did too once I got to high school. <laughs> I got American Eagle up in middle school. I could never fit American Eagle until recently when they kind of like revamped their style. 
because they made the crotch area so fucking small that I would always have a camel toe. And I'm like, what little pussy bitches can wear these? Because I cannot. So I gave up on American Eagle for a long time. And then I think my best friend or online or TikTok was like, look at these cuts, these new cuts. And I was like, all right, I'll give them a try. And yeah, they made it a lot more longer. So I'm like, all right. Nice. I can get down with American Eagle <laughs> and Hollister and Abercrombie. They're not just like size zero styles anymore. Yeah. So I'm glad they've kept up with the times. <laughs> I'm just on the online shopping thing. Even though yeah. that's me. Jeans. Yeah. When are your short though? Pants online fucking suck. Or it's, I mean, there are stores that, you know, you select your inseam and it's not that big of a deal but i don't know i see all these like girls online that wear jeans and they look cool but they're wearing like the vintage jeans and Mm -hmm. they're they only look cool because their thighs are like the size of my arm and like they're such stiff denim i'm like yeah i could not sit down (laughs) in that and i will never find something that cinches my waist like that because my legs will not fit through those jeans um so yeah. I'm just like, let's throw them away. I'm going to become a cottage witch or some <laughs> shit and just wear dresses and skirts all year round. Sweat shorts have been my move this year. <laughs> That's pretty much all I've worn. At home, like I I have finally bought myself two pairs of sweat shorts and it has Cute. changed my life. Yeah, I just, Zach wore, hates them. I just wear them out. I mean, I think I've been out with you wearing them. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, this, this is my look. (laughs) I just, I mean, growing up with the culture, like, the people I descend from, you are not allowed to go to the grocery store. You're not dressed to the nines. Like, if you... To the nines. (laughs) (laughs) Like, people will mad, like, what is it called? Mean mug you if you leave your house and walk the village streets not dressed (laughs) up with like heels on makeup on all this shit and so i got that in my ingrained in my genetics but my sisters did not they go out in like sweats and t-shirts and i think mainly the biggest reason is that i'm short and i haven't learned how to dress in sweats and not look insane (laughs) i don't believe that I remember that one time we were going to get pizza and I looked at y'all and I was like, do you guys seriously have fucking jeans on right now? (laughs) Zach never goes out in like (laughs) casual wear, which, or I mean, casual in the sense of like sweatpants or athletic clothes if he hasn't just worked out. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like he got that from me or I got that from him. We just both are like that, which I guess works perfectly. (laughs) Um, I bought him Crocs, but he doesn't go out in his Crocs. Those are his house shoes. I want some fuzzy Crocs for the house. For the house. For the house. Well, I mean, I I might wear them out, but like if they're fuzzy, (laughs) I don't want like other people, or I don't want to step in something and get my Mm -hmm. fuzzy messed up. That's reasonable, especially if they get wet. That would be bad. They would go to the garbage, (laughs) unfortunately. But I think 2023 is the year that I start spending more money on clothes. I've barely bought clothes in the past few years because I didn't need to. And I, I, I just want to start dressing up in the house. I just want to fucking yeah, why like, not? ball out to myself, like dressed up, playing 
a different character every fucking day while I'm on my meetings, on my mm-hmm. fucking Teams calls at work. Like you guys don't know. Too. <laughs> yes. And you really can be a different person. You can have like, this is my Karen wig. This is my <laughs> Sasha wig. This is my Veronica wig. This is Patty. You know, just the whole thing. <laughs> exactly. And I change my voice. Yes. To myself. No one, some no of one them, knows. you know, you wear glasses for some, some of them like contacts. Exactly. Some of them, you know, some of them got a lisp. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole nine yards. All of it. Love it. I need to, like, not shop this year because that's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, putting all of these outfits in my head and buying them, and then I don't ever go anywhere. And I'm like, why do I buy these? <laughs> Because I'm not going to wear them to work because I don't want my shit to get hairy. Like, I did that when I first worked there. And I was like, this is the worst. Like, this hair never comes out. And I cannot wear this anywhere else but work. Yeah. So now I just gave myself, like, a uniform at work. Like, black slacks, black shirt, certain shoes, and it's easy. But now I'm just... Or I buy, like, really cute things. And then I put it on. like, damn, I look fucking good. And then... We might go out somewhere and I put it on. I'm like, ugh, I'm showing too much skin. People are going to look at me. And then I put my sweats back on. Oh, my God. That's my problem. <laughs> May you be a little bit more like me this coming year and Maybe. have extreme anxiety every time I put things in the cart and I get super scared to hit by. I just, well, I don't, I don't know have why. that problem. Yeah. This shit brings me joy. It's like a high. Mm-mm. I'm like, mm, yeah, it's going to be coming in the mail. I can't wait for it to come in. <laughs> I used to be like that. Like, whenever I started working at Starbucks and making like a way bigger paycheck than my hostess job would give me, yeah. and I could actually like buy shit with it, I was just like going to the mall. I was shopping online. I would get new clothes every week and it was so nice i was like oh my god like my closet is finally full <laughs> i feel so good i look good and then like when the pandemic happened uh like i was saving money to buy a house and then i just developed like buyers or extreme buyers remorse yeah. and buying anxiety like spending i couldn't spend money i didn't know how to spend money anymore yeah. also with clothes like i just get decision fatigue i'm like oh my god should i get this or this what am i gonna do with this where can i find the best thing of this (laughs) yeah yeah you just get both but with food i just press the trigger like (laughs) i never think about food so it's been like that i'm just gonna buy all the food yeah yeah like anytime we go out like i could say we went to a lot of different places this year like new new restaurants for us and that's like one of my favorite things to do and i'm just like yeah i get that get like let's like let's like try one of everything and i i feel like my friend brett like instilled that in me because every time we'd go out it would just be like yeah let's just get like almost everything to try and i'm like yeah that's a good idea (laughs) (laughs) and so now when we go places i'm like yeah fuck it get it who cares (laughs) i've been eating so much lentil stew (laughs) dude i ate that yesterday and today really <laughs> yeah lewis's mom made some and it's it's so good so like she always makes this huge pot and i'm like take as much as you can Aww. and bring it and i'll live off of that all week <laughs> <laughs> like i love stew and like it's it's so easy because i don't have to like really do much meal prep. Just throw it's it just, all in exactly and it feeds us for like a week mm-hmm. um for lunch or whatever but 
I just, the other day we had ordered pho and we were eating it and I just, Zach was like, this is like nice. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of nice to, for me to not, to eat food I ha- I didn't make. Right. And also to like just eat something a else. Differ- a different food. <laughs> yeah. Like not vegetables just thrown together with right. the meat on top. Like. For sure. You forget what cuisine is. I love eating out. <laughs> I, I do too. Or it's just anything so I Oh, uh, yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, Luz can make me a grilled cheese and that shit's gourmet. And when I make it, I'm like, eh, <laughs> edible, but I don't he, really want it. <laughs> is he just like a better cook or I mean, a he, good cook? He is a good cook, but I hate cook. cooking. Cook. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate cooking so much that like it makes the food just taste like not worth it. You know, like, I yeah, just no, for sure. Somewhere yeah, yeah. and got it. I just Zach don't find enjoyment in it. That's yeah. his excuse for not cooking. I'll attempt. I make myself bland lunch, but I don't force anyone else to eat it. Yeah. Have you ever made an avocado grilled cheese? No, I haven't. It's so good. Like if you mm. get really nice sourdough or mm. olive bread. I love olive bread. And then you make it like on the pan um, and you get – I used to make it with vegan cheese actually and it was just – it was so good. That sounds good. And then grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I yeah. love grilled PB&J. Yeah, at the Halloween party, um, which I think I should get a fucking award for my costume. You should. <laughs> um, they had a, a tarot card reader again. Mm-hmm. And... So I got my cards read because I like to do shit like that. And they may all just work for anybody, but I feel like she hit that shit on the head. So I feel like I'm doing the right thing, going in the right direction. Nice. I I love getting tarot readings. Yeah. Uh, I the last time I got like a legit one, she really did or she was really saying shit that like I was grappling with at the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, whether it be that it's a generic thing that, you know, most people might go through, uh, it just, I feel like doing that stuff more than anything, it's kind of nice, um, to funnel your energy into an image and have that kind of guide you. I feel like that's just the main reason I use tarot whenever I do, I'll like do a one card thing, um, for a week um to just kind of set the tone for the week and it's not like that i think that the card is magic i think that it's kind of like a rorschach thing where you are interpreting or getting the meaning out of something because it's already there in your head you just needed something to draw it out and the tarot card kind of helped you pull it out you're like oh okay so that is actually what i was thinking or what i'm trying to decide (laughs) right yeah, that's exactly it. So that was cool. They also had a fire dancer. Whoa. Yeah. Um, guy in the backyard had two sticks and they're both on fire at both ends and he was dancing to this music and fucking pushed it in his mouth and made the fire blow out and Ooh, it was pretty cool. Was that's like, crazy. I know. I'm like, damn, y'all really know how to host a fucking party. <laughs> this is an event. <laughs> For real, so. Yeah, that was fun. That's sick. 
Well, my Halloween D&D um, game was so good. We, I was a necromancer Ooh, and we killed, and yeah, we killed Strahd. So he's a vampire and he's really hard to beat. Um, and we killed him. So Whoa. last year we all died like super fast <laughs> when we tried to do it. Did you dress up? No, not this no. year. Because last year when we did it, first of all, uh, my character was Tony Soprano. Um, and uh, I had made like this black skull amulet that my character actually had as a magical rare item. And I wore it and I bought myself fake cigars and I was puffing on them. And I had my camera on or whatever during the campaign. No one else dressed up except for the DM. And he was dressed up as Strahd, the vampire. Mm. Um, and so I was like this year, no, I'm just going to wear my pajamas. I'm not going to put my camera on because I'm going to be <laughs> pigging out while I play this game. Yeah. And Zach kept bringing me snacks. Nice. And it was a nice time. Good. This Halloween was super meh. Wasn't so it? I'm just uh, looking forward to the holidays because the Santa Claus is coming back as a show. Oh, really? Yes. And I'm so excited. <laughs> I love the Santa Claus. <laughs> Sounds like she's tearing up over there, guys. <laughs> Get her a tissue. He's a Republican. Okay, I like him. I love you. The years go by too fast, guys. Too and fast. We're getting older and arthritic. I'll be 25 forever. Did you just turn 26? Like last month? How dare you say that? <laughs> bitch i'm turning 27 i'm scared <laughs> like it does not feel real the pandemic started when i was 24 no i, I we should just not count those years i know like i went into that shit 23 years old and i'm still 20 <laughs> yeah okay. exactly you still look 23 ryan if you are listening to this i'm gonna tell zuzu what you did to me he came in <gasps> per usual getting his haircut every three weeks and he sits in my chair like usual i get him a topo and he goes damn bessie your arms are looking swole and i was like oh my god really and i'm like flexing in the mirror and he just starts giggling and i'm like what the fuck's so funny he was like well in one of your podcasts you said you only want to be complimented if it's about your swole arms and i'm like so i was like so you're lying to me they don't actually look swole you're just saying that he's like no, they look good. And I'm like, I don't believe you anymore. <laughs> what a snake. I know. So fuck you, Ryan. I hate you. <laughs> just kidding. I love you. But I just thought that was hilarious. That, that is funny. He was you like, I heard that. You careful about your secrets that you spell. I know. He was like, I heard that. And I just held on to it till I got a haircut. <laughs> also, every three weeks, is this man like a werewolf? He gets like a skin fade. Tabor fade. Okay. So it's like real tight. All right. And he likes right. hanging out with me. You okay, guys Ryan. don't like hanging out with me, so you guys come every six months. <laughs> oh, shut up, dude. I can't get my hair cut every three weeks. I'm barely... I'm at... Well, I already told you, before I start getting haircuts from you, I'm the kind of person that gets a haircut once every two to three years. That's so crazy. <laughs> my hair has grown a lot, and I want it to be super long. I want, like super long black curly hair and i'm getting to that phase of my life where i'm scared that if i keep cutting it short it's never gonna grow back you don't even cut it short 
it was short when I first came to you. Because I had to cut it because it was uneven. Well, yeah, that's not your fault. It's my fault because I sheared it in fucking boredom. But now I'm trying to grow it and have like long, witchy, black, curly hair forever. But I do need to come to you every so often to get a nice trim up because I look like a mushroom. Well, I know Zach's trying to grow his hair out now, so I see him even less, and I'm like, damn. Nobody wants to come hang out with me. I don't even know if he is trying to grow his hair out. He like, is. I cut it with just scissors last time. I didn't even use clippers or fade it up or nothing. Why is he hiding this information from me? I don't know. <laughs> is he just trying to have a ponytail? Well, I mean, he's I been playing know. guitar a lot, so I'm really scared about what he's about to transform into. But we're trying to hang out, do this. Why invite you to a movie this week? But you're I'm busy. busy. Uh, the one time it. I'm busy compared to you. <laughs> Is Ryan a ginger? I don't know why I'm getting ginger vibes. No, he's like a dirty blonde. Okay, I'm sorry, Ryan. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Happy New Year. Hope Stay a, alive. Yeah, hope you had a great year. I know some really shitty shit happened. Um, that's just gonna happen every year, but live your best life. Do the best you can. Be considerate of others. Yeah, be and be nice. Yeah. Don't hold things off. You know, right. we're all gonna die right. at some point, so just do don't the thing wait. that you've always wanted to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't wait. Don't Start wait. now. Do don't wait now for New as Year's soon Day. As you hear this shit. Now. Exactly. This comes out a few days before New Year's. You better fucking get a head start on your resolutions. Because we're recording this shit after Halloween, so we're already. Don't tell a head them start. our secrets. <laughs> uh, you can cut it out. Don't tell them. <laughs> but we love you guys. Thank you for sticking with us and listening to this first season. Yeah, thanks for being vixens. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see what 2023 brings for all of us. Bye! Bye!